an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with bare premium plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Let's go. Let's As go. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, so there's been many times in the history of, of our program, yes. which we've been blessed and lucky enough to do for quite a while now, Arnie, yes. where I've opened with a topic and you've said you're going to get us fired. I can yes. remember... Trying to build up the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think that was in about week two or three. And you made it clear that I was trying to get us fired. Um, There's been times where we've started with hockey. And you wondered if my whole purpose was to try and and get us fired. Why are you starting with the Canadian Grand Prix and we're going to finish the show one minute early? I'm sure. That that would be one good. That's that's funny, Arnie. That's funny. The comic writers helped us out tonight with that one. Um. College baseball is kind of intriguing right what? now. Stinking genius. You are College baseball. Are we fired or not? You're Can fired. I talk about this? Look, we've got two games right now with a spot in Omaha that are in the bottom of the ninth inning with two outs. And Cal State, Fullerton, and Washington are tied at four with two outs and runners at first and second. Cal State, Fullerton at the plate. Uh, Vandy just had a ridiculous, what, three, four-run rally in the ninth inning to tie at six with Mississippi State. Come on. This is how desperate I've been for anything today, man. Come on. The only, th- the only reason I know about that game is because Clay Travis is at that Clay's game. there. Well, he was. I can't imagine him and his three kids are still sitting through that whole rain delay. By the way, I got to say this to start the show. I want to thank the tens of thousands, the hundreds of thousands, really, uh, that uh, went ahead and tweeted me, the millions 
uh, that tweeted me, uh, wanted to know if I was okay after my partner Chris Plank was filling in yesterday uh, with Rich Ornberger and said that it was the best time he's ever had in his entire life. So now, wait, a lot of people were, were, were tweeting me about that. Now, now first, first of yes. all, first of all, I got to be honest with you. Yes. Uh, I gave you credit for a tweet that was actually from Artie Spangler's. Yeah, that's uh, my like doppelganger or something. Yeah, whatever wh- they whoever call that it. is. And I think I think I found out who was running it because I don't think I ever said how much fun I was having on the air with Rich because again he's got a he's got like that common law thing with Willard and I and <sighs> I don't I, I don't want to get Willard mad at me you know I, I yeah but I you don't. were like oh Rich are you played in the NFL <laughs> he was oh really you should have been fired on the I'm surprised the Boston called fire you midway through the show. He may have. He, I didn't answer my phone, and my battery died yesterday. My phone hasn't started working, so I'm assuming that I'm still employed here. I mean, it's it's a massive assumption to make. But no, we we had a good time. We I I probably should have been fired because for some reason I couldn't think of the world the word triple crown yesterday, and I and I kept I, no, I'm not lying. I kept saying championship. <laughs> Congratulations to Justified who just won the championship. Oh no! And when, we went to, when we went to break, I'm like, what am I? <laughs> Championship? And you anyway, anyway. because you were in greatness with with an ex NFL player. Rich, Rich was awesome. Rich yeah. was awesome yesterday. But with that I said, like now, Rich. Now you know how I feel every Saturday night whenever you work with Aaron. I mean, it's just it's that jealousy factor that kicks in. So I mean, sometimes I've got to go outside the marriage, Arnie, because you have uh you have a wow, partner on getting Saturday some strange different on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just how we I, roll. And by here. the way, I am I'm. I'm a little nervous today, a little, little nervous, nervous excitement, um, because now that it uh, it's two days later since the Golden State Warriors have won the uh, NBA championship, I'm, I'm pretty sure Steve Kerr's got nothing better to do today. It's been two days. Um, I'm, I feel confident that he may call in today uh, at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Are you, so you're a believer then that this happens tonight? Well, it's got to happen tonight. What else does he got going? The, the, the season's over. He won the championship. What has he got going on today? Nothing now, right? I was thinking about championship celebrations. and That's uh, Tuesday. How, He's how probably I sitting at home celebrate. doing nothing right now. <laughs> how I would celebrate if I won a title. And maybe Steve Kerr is approaching this like Alex Ovechkin is, who is living his <laughs> best life right now. Has there ever been anyone... In the history of a championship, oh my goodness, that has celebrated more, and I guess more like the common man than Ovi has on this front. I mean, Ovechkin has absolutely been all of us if we ever won a championship in any sport. I mean, this dude, what what hasn't he done with the cup? Is he still sober? And I, I mean, again, I've just been in awe and watching all the videos that have been out there and the memes that have been created, Arnie. That's how I imagine Steve Kerr right now. I mean, I know it's three <laughs> and four years, right? I mean, again, it, it seemed kind of like old hat. There's that funny video that's going around of Steph Curry standing there with his cigar in his mouth, just pouring champagne over his own head. Yes. But, I mean, come on, he's got to be loving every minute oh, of this well, Wait, Look, congratulations to the Warriors and my BFF from high school and college, Steve Kerr. Uh, who I beat in a one-on-one, and if I didn't beat him because I'm making it up, um, I'm sure I would have beat him 21-9. to nine. But that that's beside the point. I mean, he, look, three and four years, people are going to say, is it a dynasty? Is it, I don't care what definition you did. Uh, three and four years is a dynasty, and it's probably four and five years. Actually, five and six years, because they'll probably win the next two back-to-back. So let's give him two more right now. 
By the way, both the Super Regional games to extra innings, so I'll keep you updated. Oh, yeah, but please let's... keep us updated on that. <laughs> the Sager's all over it. But let's, let's get to the big story, and that's what it is, Arnie. Welcome to the summer of LeBron. We are here. We are in it. You know, I love NASCAR. Whenever there is a crash, you'll hear the spotter tell the driver we're in this. That's basically what I'm telling you all right now. There's cars crashing all around us. We are in this. We are in the summer of overanalyzation. We are in the summer of speculation. Arnie, welcome to LeBronapalooza round three. I think we already had some great perspective here on Fox Sports Radio earlier today. We'll get to Dwayne Wade. But I know you've been pretty staunch since basically day one of the season. I'll, yeah. I'll give you credit. You've never wavered. You said he's on his way to L.A. Has anything over the span of the regular season, then into the postseason, changed your opinion at all when it I, comes to the future of LeBron James? Actually, I'm, I'm more confident than ever that, that, that he's going to go to Los Angeles. I mean, look, we know about the house and, and the private school. And, 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 look, I really think that after his basketball days are done, he wants to be like Kobe, get into the whole Hollywood thing. I heard what Colin said about the four Hollywood producers or whatever, the Hollywood insiders. Um, <laughs> really, there's not a lot of choices out there. If he's going to stay in Cleveland, I think is – one option, and then the Lakers is the other. I never thought that Houston was going to be one, other than because of Chris Paul. Obviously, they're so, so close. But there's not a heck of a lot of options. I didn't believe in the Philadelphia thing and the Boston thing or the Golden State thing. I think that's a bunch of nonsense. So I really think the only option for him is go to Los Angeles, start fresh, bring somebody with him, and start the super team out there with the Lakers. You know, it's going to be interesting beyond that because now the whole, I guess, goal is to try to, well, you got to catch the Golden State Warriors, which is, I guess, Arnie, what the mode we've been in ever since Steph Curry found another level and then when they added Durant. I mean, this is this has been the chase for the better part of the last half a decade, last five years, is to try to get to their level. And so I'm going to... I'm so intrigued, man. There's a part of me, and I think one of the best things about sports radio is you can wear your allegiances on your sleeve. I'm a Lakers fan. I have been my whole life, and there's no changing that. Even with an NBA team coming to Oklahoma, I'm a diehard Lakers fan. With that said, I also you like to make analogies back to relationships. Of course. That's one of my favorite things about you. We go back to relationships. I feel like with the big-name free agencies, I'm kind of like that – I, I've got. I'll use a, a female in this perspective. I've got a, a live-in girlfriend who is constantly telling me about this great job that she has yeah. that's going to help me pay the bills. And every year that job just doesn't come out, and she just ends up lazing around the house, eating all my food, using up all my utilities, messing up my PlayStation and my Xbox One. She's just a hot mess. Arnie, I don't know if I can do this another year with the Lakers being that person that's giving me all this hope in the offseason and then eventually just ripping my heart out. Enough. I mean, this isn't... Why why are you at your wit's end now? It's been how many years now? All of a sudden you're at your wit's end? I don't understand that. It's been five years. I mean, it's been five years. You can't go another year or two? No! Enough! (laughs) We're not some... It's not like... Listen, you're an, I, I can only think of one analogy here, and I'm not doing it to try to take a cheap shot at you, but you're an Arizona Wildcat alum, wow. Brad fan. You're used to being uh, disappointed. It happens. You don't win championships. Your team doesn't win titles. It just doesn't happen Ouch. for you. So it's a, whole, it's a whole new world for, for me 
as a Laker fan who couldn't hear all of the trash talk going on when I was younger, Arnie, because we had championship rings in both ears, and you had hat after hat after hat, and you had not one, not two, not three. I mean, it was championship city. I mean, it's it's also ran city right now. And every year, we get sold this bill of goods that, oh, they've, they've got room for an all-star. Uh, I mean, you, you talk about Colin Coward talking to the Hollywood producers. He was the same dude that told me three years ago that I've not only heard that Kevin Durant is interested in L.A., I heard that's where he's going. And I'm like, what? okay, well, this is now five years of stars and free agency from LeBron round, what, two? To, I guess, even Dwight Howard back in the day when we fought to keep him around. To Carmelo. To LaMarcus Aldridge, who apparently got all butthurt. Can I say that? About the presentation that they had for him. Then to, I guess you could say, KD. I mean, it's just, it's been a chronic list of disappointments and embarrassments whenever it comes to free agency and finding that next level for the Lakers. So please, help me understand. How is this any different than the previous five to six years in Los Angeles? Well, I mean, look, it, it's it's different because we already told you we, he, we know he has a house in Brentwood. We know about the private school. We don't want to get into that. We know that he wants to get into the Hollywood scene afterwards. You know, he wants to do the movie things, the TV things. You can only do that in Los Angeles. You know that. And what does he have left to prove really in Cleveland? What's to stay there? To go ahead and suffer another year or two because – you know, Dan Gilbert and, and can't make any moves. And, and I'm not going to even blame Dan Gilbert because a lot of it has to do with LeBron and, you know, wanting to make the moves that put him uh, hamstrung to begin with. So, I mean, all those reasons alone, the only other place he could go would be Houston because of CP3. And I, I don't think that's going to happen. The Lakers are the logical choice here, Chris. There's, there's no other choice for, for LeBron. If he's going to finish out his career, he's got to go to Los Angeles. Yeah, I, I really, really hope you're right. But again, my heart's been ripped out in this process. And, I, and I'm not looking for sympathy here. I don't think any Laker fan is. There's this expectation level that you have to where you say, okay, enough is enough. I mean, does what happens with Paul George factor into LeBron's Oh, forget decision? about Paul George already. Enough of that. You, you saw what happened in Oklahoma City. It didn't even put you over the top. Get LeBron to Los Angeles. I'm sure we'll work out after that. Who knows if Chris Paul doesn't end up going, uh, even though they got Lonzo, but Chris Paul's going to demand the max. So anybody that's going to give him the max, he's going there. I don't think Houston's going to end up losing him, but we'll, we'll see how that plays out for them also. But I think my point is I'm not trying to sell you that getting Paul George gets you over the hump. Hi, I lived it. I watched it firsthand this year. I live in Oklahoma. But, I mean, who who out there is going to tilt this scale for LeBron? In other words, is it just him making the decision and everyone falls kind of like dominoes? Or, Arnie, could there be that first step by someone else that ends up setting off the LeBron train out of Cleveland? I think it will start with LeBron going. I don't think it's going to – LeBron's going to start the whole ball rolling, and after that, things will go in coming after that. There won't be a move before that. I think the team's already set, uh, or all the teams are set. They'll be ready to make the move. LeBron will be the first move. Everything else will, will follow after that. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, I want to disagree with something that you said about the only place you can really kind of get that Hollywood rub is in Hollywood. And I think it's something that maybe has evolved over the last 10 to 15 years. I really want you to change my mind on this, Arnie. I just don't know if you'll be able to. Gosh, you were Spanier. just crying as a Laker fan. Didn't expect that off the bat. I told you, man, it's very <laughs> hurtful. This has been a rough five years. I mean, I know most of you people root for teams that are losers. You're used to this. Not wow. Laker fan. 
So when we come back with Arnie and Plank, we'll talk about whether or not the Hollywood thing is still a draw in L.A. on a Fox Sports Sunday. All right, it's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Pro customers at Lowe's save 5% on every purchase every day when you use your Lowe's business credit account, if I can speak. That's 5% on all purchases in-store or online, subject to credit approval, U.S. only. Uh, Get an update coming up here in just a bit. If you have been following along, Cal State Fullerton, three outs away from advancing to the College World Series. Are are you all in on this or not, Arnie? It's five five. Oh, they Washington tied it again. Yeah, Washington uh, tied it. I actually, have runners on first oh and my second. Gosh. I and nobody from out. That game for one second. Did Sager? Do you want to add something on this? Yeah, madness? they botched a force play at second. So oh. yes, Arnie, with the amount of time you waste on this show, wow, telling us how many people went to your high school <laughs> and then this imply that they wish to speak to you still. Wow. We can mention Cal State Fullerton because one of our beloved producers, Gavin Kinzel, for example, is from Cal State Fullerton. Kevin Costner from Cal State Fullerton has supported this baseball program for many years. You know, for an athletic department that's not known nationally, if you go back about 40 years, Cal State Fullerton baseball's made the College World Series 18 times. It's Woo. just stunning, including the many years where the late, great Augie okay. Garrido was the coach You're of fired. Team. Pick up your check at the office. Thank you. 5-5, five, five, been... bottom of the 10th against Washington. Bases loaded Huskies. No outs. Winner I... goes to the College World Series. I legit, during that break, I legit, I had clicked over, because I have two tabs open, to the Mississippi State-Vanderbilt game, which is also in the 10th. Uh, two outs, top of the tenth inning in a six-six game because of a homer, had, bottom of the ninth by Vandy. Yes, to to even force extra innings, and I literally turned away for maybe three minutes, only to see Washington come back and tie the game, and now put themselves in position to potentially win it. We will head to the bottom of the tenth inning on a fantastic play by Vandy's first baseman to keep a runner from scoring. So. Uh, Arnie, are you? By the way, or not? can you are check we... that? Can you check the phone lines in case Steve Kerr is going to call in at 877-99 on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Yeah, we're all waiting. Wow! Sack fly, Washington Huskies. They're going to the College World Series. Two runs in the tenth, overcoming wow. a homer they gave up in the top of the tenth. Wow! As a, uh, Cal State Northridge yes. alumni, I can't say I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> so Washington's going. North Carolina yes. Tar Heels going. Oregon State advanced as well. I'm glad. Have, I'm glad Fullerton lost just because uh, our old producer Gavin Kinzel. Yes. Why would you root against him? Because I, I feel like it. Because he hates everybody. That's yes. why, Chris. I realize that. All right. Good stuff. Thanks, Desager. We'll mm-hmm. check back in with Steve coming up here in just a bit. Arnie, is our show going to be? Is everybody's show going to be over the next couple of months? Maybe even. Uh, I don't see this ending quickly. Was it, is it going to be nonstop debate and perspective on what's next for LeBron? Is that what we're going to be in the sports talk world? Or will we get into the World Cup? Will we be able to talk a little NFL? What's it going to be like over the next few weeks? All LeBron all the time? I think it's going to be a lot of LeBron. Obviously, a lot of free mm. agency. The NBA draft is coming up. I'm not one of those guys. It's a slow time. But let's be I honest. Agree. It's not as, as an exciting time. That's why a lot of people take their vacations You know, starting right around now until we get to to training camp, um, I, I am kind of interested in, you know, obviously living up here in the Northeast, what's going on with the Patriots and all that we'll get stuff. To that. And, yep. Oh, yeah, and then the whole thing about Gronk and, and the rumor about uh, it was so funny because I called the uh, network yesterday going, I, I've got to get Jay Glazer's number. I've got a hot rumor, and I'm not telling anybody unless I speak to Jay Glazer. 
And of course, by by the time I got Jay's phone number, it it was already fake news. But I it was it was like I had bought it all into into that stuff. And but it, it's it's it is slowing down. Obviously, there's going to be baseball. But uh, I'm with you now. I can't wait till we get the start of the NFL and college football. Yeah, and we're getting there. I think it's what 80, 86 days away. From wow, the that NFL. long! Wow. Yeah, we we got a little ways to go. But if you were Sitting at home watching the NFL Network today, you got the Red Zone replay of Week 12, which was an actual Raiders win. So I'm you in a good mood. You did not do that. Oh yes, I did. In fact, no. it's on my DVR right now, so I'm going to go back and watch it again whenever the show's over. But let me let me pose this to you. So if we're going to be in somewhat of LeBron watch as we always are, Arnie, am I crazy for thinking that we overplay the draw of Hollywood and the draw on that you mentioned? LeBron's made it clear, or at least in what he's done. The last couple of years, it looks like acting or being involved in some way, shape, or form with movies is something he wants to do. Right. So with that said, is that still a draw? I get it. Listen, I get it. Hollywood's in L.A., but it's not like you have to walk to get there. I mean, the dude's worth $400 million as it stands right now, so he could essentially play anywhere and still be a draw, right? Or being Hollywood, doing it with the Lakers, it raises everything a little higher, doesn't it? It it raises everything a little bit higher, but you know to say that L.A. and Hollywood is still not the place to to get everything done. I mean, where are you going to go? You're going to go to New York. I mean, the Knicks are another option, but he's never going to go there. That's just wishful thinking on my <laughs> part. But yeah, that that's that's still where it is. To think that you can get that done anywhere else, that that just can't be done there, Chris. Yeah, I I want to believe that it's still a draw. I really do. But whenever I stop and I really think about it, why didn't it work earlier? Now, to be honest, you got to kind of think your lucky star is that it didn't work with Dwight Howard because could you imagine, Arnie, where this franchise would have been if when was the last Dwight Howard we care about where he ends up? Wasn't it about five years ago? Is he still in the league? Is he still in the league? <laughs> yes. Whenever he, uh, whenever he ends up or whenever he ended up saying no to the Lakers and went to what Houston, it ended up being the best thing for them, right? Yeah, because right. It, it, he would have been an anchor. And I think you're starting to see some of that, unfortunately, with LaMarcus Aldridge as well, too. I think this becomes an intriguing offseason, obviously number one for LeBron James, but Arnie, with the potential movement that you're going to see a lot of teams try to make because we're, we're not just keeping up with the Joneses. We're trying to keep up with maybe one of the greatest collections of talents that we've seen in the you NBA. You never even in congratulated Golden State for winning the championship and making it three and four years. You never even congratulated them. Arnie, you crapped all over them all year long, oh, and now you want to wow. throw a victory parade for them? Wow. I don't get you sometimes. Oh, this is why you're... Steve Kerr's not calling in now. Well, probably because he paid attention to what you'd been saying about, ah, oh, Steph Curry, look at him in his mouthpiece, and he's so cocky, and he's so arrogant. I yeah, but I didn't say that about face. Steve-O. Uh, but that's his guy. That's and his guy. by the guy. way, it's not Steve Curry, it's Steve-O to us that went to high school with him. For those of you that are best friends. Yeah, All right, we'll get to yeah. Twitter coming up here By the way, just a bit. I just wanted to ask you, is the NBA yes. any better now in after the last four years that we've had Cleveland and uh, in Golden State, and the Warriors have had this super team, and they've won it three out of the last four years. Has the NBA been better over the last four years because of this, or it's, it's not been as enjoyable? Well, I, I think we've had this debate a few times, and I always feel like I take a different angle on it. <laughs> I think I think the last thing anyone wants are finals that end up like this year's finals did, where you basically had one incredibly memorable game, and that was it. 
I mean, that was really it for that series. I guess you could argue that Game 3 had its moments, but I don't know if it was ever truly really in doubt. I mean, Arnie, that was that was a butt-kicking after Game 1 in that series. So I don't think that's good for the game. I love the idea of having a greatness because I love watching it, but I also wish there was a couple teams a little closer to their level. I, yeah. And I get it. Golden State fans would jump on you, and I and I understand, and say, hey, we didn't even win the West this year. We weren't even number one in the West. I understand that. I get it. But when it came championship time, uh. you still swept everyone out of the building. So I'm a believer in the talent in this league. I know you're not. I'm a believer that the future is in good hands from a talent perspective. Oh, I'm not, you know I've been saying that for I, a long time. I know time. you're anti yeah. that. But I just wonder from a team-building perspective, Arnie, where are we? right now what's what's going to be the angle is it going to be super teams from here on out and getting together three players and you're having two or three really elite teams in each conference and that's really it i don't know pretty much uh, by the I, way can you get to the, the, the steve has really got me hot uh, on the uh, on the uh, text saying enough already with the steve kerr thing arnie he's not going to call it no matter how many open lines you have on the air keep on dreaming beginning to doubt if he even went to high school with you can wow. you confirm or deny that you guys actually went to high wow. school together? I'm gonna, do I have to get my yearbook and put the pictures out there? <laughs> yes, Jeez. Hey, you know what? You can't deny that unless you Photoshop them in, inside. <laughs> I don't see that happening. Uh, it's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. The third of, what, five to the millions that are listening and the uh, crew working behind the scenes in the edit bays and the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. But the third member of this crew is Steve DeSager, who saunters into studio with an update on everything from college baseball to the big <laughs> leagues. What's going on, Steve? And, you know, speaking of NBA, I mentioned on Arnie's show last night that the ratings were still good by sports yep. standards for this NBA Finals. But they weren't good if you compare it to the other Warriors series. In fact, during this four-year run of Warriors versus Cavs matchup, the clincher Friday night was the lowest rated of any of the 22 (sighs) games in the finals that they've had against each other. Still, NBA Finals was getting over 16.5 million viewers. Hockey went nuts because they had over 6.5 mil for their (laughs) clincher this past year. In fact, the playoffs as a whole for the NHL averaged under 1.5 million. That includes all the early rounds, all the cable stuff everything the Mets actually won tonight yes and then after the game they announced they've released first baseman Adrian Gonzalez the ex-Dodger this might be it for his major I thought it was Willie Montanez they released I was nervous lefty that's about as close as you get (laughs) and he was batting 237 they call up their top prospect from AAA Dominic Smith but yeah the Mets had been 0-8 on this homestand but they shut out the Yankees 2-0 tonight Todd Frazier two-run homer in the fifth the Yankees half game over the Red Sox for best overall record Boston lost at home today 5-2 to the White Sox San Francisco and the Dodgers each won the Giants win was 2-0 at Washington beating Max Scherzer the Dodgers hit three solo homers in a 7-2 victory against Atlanta Houston won its fifth straight Seattle got a 5-4 win at Tampa Bay Rafael Nadal won the French Open for the 11th time in his career 11 of the last 14 years wow Jeez. Clint Boyer took the rain shortened NASCAR race at Michigan and look at like we care Jeez, like I care that is dominant 
didn't even know he was still around. That is dominance that's amazing, especially uh, when amazing. you consider that go back like 40 years when McEnroe was playing and there was Borg and there was Connors all in the same era. Here you got Federer and Nadal and Djokovic and Andy Murray. It's just incredible numbers that he is putting up. And 17th career major title, by the way. The record is 20 by Roger Federer. The NASCAR race, not only rain shortened, but there was a two-and-a-half-hour rain delay at the start at Michigan. Clint Boyer, the winner, led only seven of the laps run. Seven of 133, Kevin Harvick finished second. Dustin Johnson won the St. Jude Classic easily thanks to a final round 66 today, going from a tie for the lead to start to a six-stroke victory. The U.S. Open Golf Tournament starts Thursday on Fox, but Thursday morning on Fox, the World Cup begins with host Russia, and we'll talk more about that yes. later. Ah, good stuff, Steve, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com to get all the details and information. Hey, uh, DeSager will roll back in, and I'll make sure we keep you up to date on Washington clinching its spot in the College World Series as we wait the conclusion of this Mississippi State-Vanderbilt game. We have live action during the show, Arnie. And by the way, it's 12th. I mean, they're Eastern time in, in Nashville. So we're looking at 1230. No, they're through. not Eastern time. Oh, they're not? E- no, oh, I thought I they were. I thought so. they were yeah. Eastern time in Nashville. Huh. Things you learn every single day. Yeah. Well, don't, don't throw them on the East Coast time zone there. Don't do that. I don't think they don't are. Don't try to put them in your, in your yeah, territory. Yeah, don't put them in right, my let, neck of the woods. Let me let me get to some of these tweets. Oh, we're getting uh, a lot today. It's it's blowing up. I, yeah. I'm actually a thank you to many who are trying to help you get Steve Kerr's attention, Arnie. I think that's numero uno most you know, impressive could, thing that I, I've seen I could today. get his number and just probably call him to ask him to come on the show, but where's the fun in that? You know what I mean? Where's, where's the fun of that? You call him up and say, hey, can we book you? For, and by the way, I just all I want to do is I, I I could care less about all the other stuff. I just want to say, did I beat you in a one-on-one? And if I didn't, you know I could. And then I'd really say, okay, well, thanks for calling in. And that was it. Uh, you really probably don't want him to call in because it would ruin the bit, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, honestly. Who's going to call it first, Steve or Forrest Whitaker? But Forrest doesn't know me, so. Um, I would probably put my money on Steve Kerr because yeah. at least you guys were in school at the same time. Why don't you go push to get Jeannie Buss to call us? Wasn't she a classmate of yours? Yeah, we were the same grade. Right, we were the same grade there. Let's talk to her. I think yeah. that's realistic, Carney. I did have a crush on her. I, I, I want to go ahead and admit that. I have a crush on her right now. <laughs> so make this happen. All right, let, let's get to some of these tweets because there's yeah. so much to get to. Uh, let's see. What I, I did want to start with this from UCLA Dodger Frank, who said, I talked to Steve Kerr this afternoon. He said he won't be able to call in tonight because he'd rather watch the Tony Awards. Oh, that's, so you that's got, fair. I didn't know that was going on tonight. I, I, uh, the Tony Awards, I couldn't even probably tell you one thing that's up for a Tony. I don't even I know what a no Tony idea. Award is. Uh, here's, here's a few more that are rolling in. Uh, someone called Vegas. What has better odds, writes our buddy Matthew Ryan. LeBron going to your Knicks or Steve Kerr calling the show? Whew. Tough one, right? Well, that's tough a tough one. one. Wow. Both are such long shots. I I would say Kerr calling into the show. <laughs> Bigger long yeah. shot. No, I'd say he better chance of him calling into the oh. show than LeBron going to the New York Knicks. What would be the redeeming? It, it, it's kind of funny, though, and, and I know you made it as a joke, Matt, but I, I see now because everyone has figured out 
how to Photoshop a jersey on somebody, and some of y'all are really good at it. I mean, the one with him in the Knicks jersey where he's jumping up, and I think Ennis Cantor, or as we call him here in Oklahoma City, Ennis Cantor, uh, I, I thought he had a really, really solid kind of Photoshop of LeBron in the air, and he's got the New York Six on. I mean, some of y'all are really, really good at Photoshop. But I, I get to this point to where I'm like, he's not. What would be the redeeming factor for going to New York? Zero. That would have to yeah. be, yeah. That would have to just be a passion for the Knicks, right? Yeah. There's, there's nothing going. Uh, Porzingis, I mean, he got hurt last year, but that's it right now. I, I see people, teams where you have a redeeming factor. I think you could win right now. Philadelphia, right? Uh, San Antonio, maybe if they can figure out what's going on with Kawhi Leonard. But outside of that, I mean. New York? Now, oh, if, LeBron, if LeBron went to the Lakers and the Lakers could somehow figure out to get Kawhi Leonard to go with LeBron, oh. now we're talking NBA championship for the Lakers now. Oh, I absolutely, absolutely. I don't know how you could pull right. that off, but there's with LeBron involved, there's always some way you could pull that it, off. And there's no, I can't even understand how people think that Kawhi is going to end up going back to San Antonio, even though he has a year left. Uh, that that relationship's already been strained. I mean, with the coach, with his teammates, with teammates that retired. I mean, yeah. I, all of San Antonio is probably upset with this guy. So, in other words, LeBron says, I'm coming to, let's just use this as a hypothetical. I'm coming to the Lakers. Who do you push to be his number two? I mean, who's the Kawhi. guy that you're going after? Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. Fair enough. Uh, and then King you don't even G- have to play next season. You just get you just call up the Warriors <laughs> and say, hey, Steve, Steve-O, can you send us the trophy and, and you know, and just send it to uh, Federal Express? Well, if they – Houston's still going to be around. Right, I mean, you, did I Harden, mention if, Kawhi Leonard and LeBron with Lonzo? Just give them the trophy, Chris. N- not doubting it, but Steph Curry with uh, Kevin Durant and Draymond Green finished second in the West, still won the title. But I'm just telling, I think it could you you get the Lakers in there with that lineup. You're absolutely right, but I think it makes it a little bit more fun when you consider the Houston's not that far off. They've got to get someone in there to help Chris Paul and James Harden. Oh, and most importantly, they got to make sure Chris Paul doesn't get hurt in a key moment. I was about, just about to say they're further off than you think as long as Chris Paul's you know getting older by the day. That's exactly what's going on. He's, he's like in dog years. Every seven days is one day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> adding, adding a day for every yeah. – uh, or a year for every seven days. I like yeah. it. King James is a lock right to Drew, to be in the purple and gold along with PG-13. And, oh, by the way, Spaniel, you're still not welcome to Staples Center to see him next season. Yeah, I understand that. I, I've been, I was just got my two-year ban lifted to going back to Los Angeles to see, my, to see the guys at work. This is true. Uh, yeah. At 420 Specialist, right? Forget about Paul George. We're actually working the guy on getting that can't... band back, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, Bobo. And at 420 Specialist, real quick, I got a ton of tweets. We'll get to more next segment. Forget about Paul George. The guy can't make a four-footer when it counts. Playoff Paul? Playoff Paul? Playoff P. Remember no, it? I'm play, sorry. Yeah, play, I, playoff I, P. I, I said that like such an old man. Playoff Paul? What a <laughs> moron I am. At uh, at Ernlo Four has a great poll that I might even retweet right now. Uh, what's more sad, a Steve Kerr doppelganger or re- uh, DVRing a week four, uh, week twelve Raider win? No, no. Well, let's be very more clear. Sad than that, yeah. I was DVRing the red zone, so it was just it wasn't even the whole game, Ernie. So I think that's even more pathetic than anything you could possibly think up when that it comes is. to my fandom. That's very oh, pathetic. It's just pathetic. I will hit retweet on that. And when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 
Tons of things to get to off Twitter. And Arnie was in the eye of the storm. And I mean that in the most non-weather way possible because on Thursday and then all of Friday, uh, it was a crazy time in Patriot Nation. We'll talk about it next with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. There's a better way to buy home insurance with Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer tool. Get a custom quote and a great rate all online. See for yourself how much you could save at Progressive.com. Guys are giving me grief about my Yeah, I see that. They be reading Daryl. Daryl said, I listened to the show with Plank and Ordberger, and Rich is really good. I hear him with Willard, and the guy's excellent. He has a humor, great stories, he's articulate. The whole nine. I get a lot like me. But Plank was like a little schoolgirl, Artie. It was embarrassing. Wow. with Rich. I really enjoyed myself. I thought it was fun. And I don't mean that in any negative way about anything else. It was just. It was it was crazy because as Steve DeSager joins us and he's going to get us caught up on everything in the world of sports, mm-hmm. uh, Steve. But I, I want to bring this up real quick, Arnie, because I, I found it interesting because Rich was drafted in that same class that Julian Edelman was for the New England Patriots, and here you are after Edelman's suspension. This Reddit user, what Reddit fan, nineteen eighty one or something like that. I guess it just lucked out that he guessed Edelman was being suspended and then claimed he had this huge story that he was going to break, and everyone tripped all over themselves about, what, a Gronk trade rumor and then maybe something even deeper than that. But Tom Brady threatening to retire if it was true if they got rid of Gronk. There you go. So how crazy was that 24 hours in covering that story and what was supposed to be a potential destructive story on Friday night? It was was unbelievable. I mean, I I believed I bought into the whole thing, guys. I I'm like, oh my goodness, there, because I, you <laughs> but know, it was the, nothing. Nothing was actually that's said. True. Yeah, but you know, but you know the whole. Well, first of all, I, you heard the rumors, and then you know the Belichick way, the Patriots way. Get rid of a guy a year or two early, then a year or two late. Plus, we know that Gronk and Brady. We don't have the same philosophy here at Fox, apparently. By the wow. way, wow. And hey, and and also, you know. We, we know that Gronk has been kind of like uh, defiant when it comes to the Patriots and, and Belichick because of the tweet he put out and he, not come, he didn't come into the uh, optional OTAs. It, it's been a little bit tumultuous in the offseason. That's why I thought there was some truth to it. Well, I'll say this much. It made for some fantastic oh, internet watching more than great. anything else. <laughs> it was great. Oh. <laughs> Fun stuff. All right, Disager, what do you want to get into, man? We got two football items, but first, you mentioned the Tonys. I looked it up. Bruce Springsteen tonight was awarded a special Tony for his Springsteen on Broadway show. Who, who knew? Okay. And the winner of Best Stage Play was Harry Potter. Apparently, there's a new one. A Tony. Anyway, Jeez. on to the NFL and the ABC affiliate in Tampa says former Pro Bowl running back Chris Johnson is facing a battery charge in their town, misdemeanor, uh, misdemeanor battery charges stemming from an incident that occurred at a Tampa nightclub in April. He's already entered through his attorney, a plea of not guilty this past week. Tampa police say that there was an assault on a valet and the altercation around midnight started as oh. a dispute over some keys. No, just a misunderstanding. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the way Nothing to see keys. here, people. Nothing to see. Keep moving. Uh, Earl Thomas on Twitter this morning, the Seahawks All-Pro Safety, saying, I will not be attending the upcoming minicamp or any team activities until my contract situation is resolved. You want to bet? Well, there can be fines coming that yeah, I'm sure you can Yeah, you want to bet? Pay. Yeah. He's entering the final year of the deal. 
They have, of but course, the they had OTAs. But the most you find up is three days, though, isn't it not? Or it's not like the old days where you just keep racking up the fines, is it? Well, it's a mandatory minicamp. This isn't actually training camp where right. it can go on and on. So it's not like they're getting together for the next five weeks right, or something right, like right, that. Right, but, right. yeah. And no update on the Vandy baseball game, by the way. Still tied in the 11th with Mississippi State. There is... U.S. Open Golf on Fox TV starting Thursday. Today, Dustin Johnson won the St. Jude Classic in Memphis. He reclaims the number one world ranking going into this major. Before that tournament starts on Fox Thursday afternoon, the World Cup Live from Russia starts on Fox Thursday morning. We mentioned last weekend that Pacific time, at least, it's all morning games for the next month for the World Cup tournament because of the time difference. Thursday, only the host country Russia will be playing which is great news for them. Now, this is the largest population in Europe, Russia, but it's the lowest-ranked team in this year's World oh. Cup tournament. They only got in because they're the host. You don't have to qualify. They go into the World Cup on a seven-game winless Is Ovechkin going to play for them? That's what I want They to could use him, actually. <laughs> Fortunately, their opener is against the second-lowest-ranked team in the tournament, Saudi Arabia, so they actually have a chance to get a win here. As for the Belmont Stakes ratings, uh, last year it was a 3 Point four. Yesterday it was an 8.1 wow. overnight rating because Justify clinched a Jeez. second triple crown in four years. It's still nothing close to the American Pharaoh TV ratings from a few years ago, which really ended the long triple crown drought. And then at night, the number two program on network TV was the MLB on Fox getting 2.7 million, 2.8 million viewers around there for the regional coverage. I got to mention the Seattle Mariners, who are actually tied for first still with defending champion Houston in the AL West. Today, Seattle got a 5-4 win at Tampa Bay, another close game. The Mariners have already won 21 one-run games this year. That's crazy. That is the most ever through 65 games of a season. Conversely, for Tampa Bay, it's their 17th one-run loss. That leads the majors so far this year. Paul Goldschmidt, a perennial all-star for Arizona, was batting 209 to start the month. This month, he's batting 500. 18 for 36. Today at Colorado, a double, a two-run triple. Arizona sent the Rockies to a fourth straight loss, 8-3. The Dodgers have six starting pitchers on the disabled list. Six. It's crazy. Ross Stripling was today's starter. He got another win. He's 5-1. His ERA is 1.65. He beat the Braves 7-2. Justin Turner with his sore wrist was still out, so Max Muncy stepped in and hit his 12th homer already this year. This is a guy who's still renting a place in Oklahoma City where he was in the minors. A month ago, he was batting 190 with the Dodgers, and we're all thinking, okay, as soon as Turner's healthy, we're never going to see this guy again. He's batting over 270 now. It's amazing. Dodgers had three solo homers, beat the Braves 7-2. to Braves still tied for first in the NL East with Washington, which got shut out at home 2-0 by the Giants, even though Max Scherzer was on the mound. He was 10-1 and coming in, mm. but gave up a two-run homer in the fourth to the Giants. Brandon Crawford, who went 4-4, four for four. the rest of the San Francisco lineup was 1-28 for 28 at the plate. Tell Max Muncy I can check on his place for him. You know, I'm right here. He doesn't have to, like, rely on anyone, but I, I can I can keep his place up for him. I bet it's nice, right? For a fee. It's got to be nice. For a fee, you mean. Yeah. A little fee. Well, of I mean, just place to hang out, get away. And you know, I got three kids. You got to hide. All right, when we come back to the Geico. I'm kidding. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, your tweets with Arnie and Plank. We're doing it live, as Bobo likes to say. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 
15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Eric Roberts, producer extraordinaire. Steve DeSager on updates. He's Arnie Spanier. I'm merely Chris Plank. Arnie, are you all in right now on the madness of this Mississippi State Vanderbilt game? We have something going on during the show. Maybe. Uh, I did see that horrible call, that uh, the third strike call oh on the uh, Mississippi State batter, but it is now 8-6 to six in favor of the Bulldogs of Mississippi State in the top of whatever inning they're in there, Chris. They're in the 11th right now as it just rolls past midnight in the central time zone as one more ticket waits to be punched to Omaha somewhere in middle America. Now, we've spent most of our time talking about the madness of LeBron Apalooza that's going to take place over the next couple of months, but earlier today on Fox Sports Radio, Arnie, I thought that uh, it was probably one of the better interviews that I've heard on this saga because it came from a guy that basically lived it with LeBron James. And if you haven't had an opportunity yet, uh, I I urge you to check out our podcast page. It's on iTunes. Search Fox Sports Radio Weekend. But Dwayne Wade was on earlier today. And I don't know, Arnie. We probably get a little bit carried away sometimes in trying to speculate on what guys' relationships uh, relationships are like with certain players. But when he was on with Chris Mannix and Karan Butler, Chris and Karan here on Fox Sports Radio, I thought Dwayne Wade was pretty much spot on about his opinion on what's going to lead to Dway- uh, Dwayne Wade's, to LeBron James' decision and what's going to be a key factor in where he ends up. All right, so while – Everyone looks it up, and everyone goes and listens to it. I'm going to play it here in just a second. But you would take Dwayne Wade as being a pretty obvious and logical guy to turn to for LeBron information, right? Absolutely. He'd be a good source. I mean, but and you also hear about the stuff about Chris Paul, that LeBron sure. and Chris Paul are good friends. I mean, best of friends. That uh, Chris Paul was at the birth of LeBron's two kids, and they're both each other's uh, each other's godfathers of their kids. And I mean, that's some serious stuff when you're talking about friendship. So here's what LeBron James had to say on Chris and Karan earlier right here on Fox Sports Radio when asked about LeBron's decision. I don't think it's a basketball thing. I think at this point in his life it's more so of a lifestyle thing of, a, you know, where my family going to be the most comfortable, where I'm going to be the happiest at. So in other words, again, I think he's right to a certain degree and everyone talks about uplifting your family. And I disagree with that family. 100%, by the way. You disagree with with it's more of a family and a fit thing for LeBron? Yeah, I mean, he's not going to go to a place where he has no chance to win another championship and finish out his career. He has to have a chance of winning a championship, otherwise he's not going. So the whole, he just wants to go ahead and be happy with his family. I think that's a bunch of baloney. Well, here's what LeBron James said. The one thing that I've always done is is consider, you know, obviously my, my family, understanding, you know, especially where my boys are at this point in their age, a lot younger. The last time I made a decision like this four years ago, you know, I got a teenage boy, a preteen, and a little girl right now that wasn't around as well. You know, sitting down and 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 considering everything. You know, but you know, my family is is a huge part of whatever I've decided to do. I'm in my career, and they will continue to be that. So I, I don't have an answer for you right now as far as that. So you're 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 saying LeBron's a liar? Then no, too, no, right? no, that's saying, I'm just saying. Well, what does that mean? My family's going to be. Does that mean? I can't raise my family in Houston? Or does that mean I have to stay in Cleveland now because that's where they've gone to school the last four years? I mean, if it's all about the family, you never take the kids out of school, right? So why do you just say, you know, it's about my family, I'm going to stay here in Cleveland? Why don't you just say that then? 
His wife's a lifelong Akron resident, or at least a native Ohioan. Right. And so, it, it again, if you believe everything that you're told and everything that you read, it matters to her. Uh, his kids, as he mentioned, it's hard if it to ma- If that's all true, then school. why don't why did he just come out and say, you know what, I'm staying in Cleveland because of my kids? Boom. That's I, it. Case closed. Can I tell you why? Yeah, please tell I, me why. Please. I don't think he likes playing for Dan Gilbert. I think that there's maybe but that, a that, part that doesn't of, make a difference. It's all about the kids, right? All about the family. Well, I'm just saying, if if you're to say, well, if it's all about the kids and the family, why doesn't he just say that he's staying? Because I think maybe in a roundabout way, maybe he thinks he can force Dan to sell the team or at least get more people involved. He he was asked this this is from post game uh, with LeBron. I think when, when did the finals finish on Friday night? On Friday night, when asked about ownership, I can't predict the future on ownership and things of that nature. But um, I have a, a lot of knowledge of the game. Um, I understand talent. I know talent. But I know the right questions to ask uh, certain guys and see if they're smart enough to actually think the game as well. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Now, there had been a report in January that Dan Gilbert was wanting to sell the Cavaliers. And almost immediately, uh, as I think it was Slam Online or someone that had reported it, it was sold as, what do we like to say about stories that aren't real now? Fake news. But I... I don't know, man. I think I think Stephen A. Smith had actually started the rumor, and it kind of picked up steam from there. So I don't if know Dan if Dan Gilbert was going to sell the team, he would have sold it last year while LeBron was on the team when it's worth a lot more money than now if LeBron leaves and it goes down in value. Um, but what if LeBron's going to stick? I, I mean, like if, you can't if, take that chance last year. Uh, I, I'm just. I'm trying to come up with a reason why it just wouldn't be, all right, if it matters, it's your family, you seem like you're set, just say you're going to stay. Sign a max deal or get a a team-friendly contract, whatever you're going to do. I can only think of one thing. And and then, you know, I I will agree with you on this point. He does want to go to a place where he can win. But here was a, a real interesting angle on that, on the herd this week from Rick Buecher, who had covered the NBA for a long time, still covers the NBA, had covered it on the what Bleacher Report, had been at ESPN for a while. I, I know he'd been on our affiliate 95.7 The Game. He was on with Colin Coward earlier this week, and he yeah. added this angle to it as far as team building is concerned with LeBron James. L.A. makes sense on both fronts. Number one, think about what, what has happened when he's left Cleveland. He's never gone to a franchise that wasn't, they weren't able to structure around him, that there were pieces already in place that he had to fit with. Or I mean, Kyrie Irving obviously was in Cleveland, but that fit with him. They had a draft pick. They had Andrew Wiggins. No, you know what? Let's flip that for Kevin Love. Let's get pieces to build around LeBron James. If he goes to Houston or Philadelphia, he's going to places that are, are already built. And on some level, he's going to have to accommodate to them. Yes. He goes to L.A., as Magic has already said, everybody's available. It's a, it's a yard sale. And the subliminal is, LeBron, you come here, we build around you. LeBron can shape his universe however he sees fit. Why wouldn't he do it? And, and for everything that he has now and moving forward, L.A. makes the world of sense. So there's two places, I think, that give you, if I can use a wrestling term, yeah. creative control. So he controls his own gimmick. That's Cleveland which he's had, and it hasn't necessarily gone so well. And it's Los Angeles, to where basically you'd go in and say, hey, I, th- I think these guys might work well with me. Go work your magic. Magic, pardon the pun. But, I mean, those are the two places, right, where you can go. 
I mean, Cleveland would be a hard thing because you have one there and it's your hometown. But L.A.'s a place to where you're LeBron and you're in you're in L.A., which I guess is still a draw in a lot of people's eyes. Those are the two places where you can go and actually draw people. To, or that's the one place you could go right now where you don't have to fit into a but, roster where you can where you can kind of mold it to you, right? Or am I, I wrong? Well, no, no I, I, I agree with what he said. Yes, I, that's what I've been saying all along. But when I say it, I'm, I'm a knucklehead. Uh, you know, when somebody goes on Colin's show, he's the smartest guy in the world. By the way, why are we not ripping LeBron over the whole broken hand thing? Because, A, if you don't believe him and it's not broken, then we should be ripping him. If you do believe him that it's broken, then why aren't we ripping him for punching the the whiteboard or, or whatever, the blackboard or whatever you want to call it, and, and say you're mentally weak for doing something like that? I I mean, I, I think he's been getting destroyed. Really? And from what I've seen, I've been getting mocked about, wow, where was the wrist brace during this moment? And, oh, was this your hurt hand that you were giving your kids your little high-five handshakes to? Yeah, I saw I've, that after <laughs> Yeah, I, I think he's kind of been getting destroyed for it. But, Arnie, again, I'm not trying to sound like a jerk here, but I never had said, no, 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 it's not going to happen. So you don't have to get mad because a guy that's covered the NBA for 30 years says, yeah, I think that's a good fit to mold people around him. I've always thought that L.A. could be an interesting fit for him. But again, I've been down this road before with the Lakers. And yes, it sounds good. So what makes does this it make year a, different? Well, I'm going to say, does it make a difference that the NBA wants him in Los Angeles to play for the Lakers, or do they not want that? You know they're chomping at the bit to say, yeah, we need LeBron in L.A. That would really spice things up. What okay. a rivalry that would start with the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. All of a sudden, L.A. becomes relevant again. Oh, man, the L.A. Uh, uh, the, the NBA would love something like that. Adam Silver, had, LeBron calls him and says, Adam, uh, what do you want me to do? I think you're right to a certain degree, Arnie. But wouldn't Adam Silver have to think about the competitive balance? Listen, I know Celtic fans, you're blowing up my mentions. You're taking over the league. It's the greatest thing we've ever seen. You made it to the finals without your two best players. I get it. I understand. Maybe he needs to get away from the East because you're coming. But with that said, does he have to worry about competitive balance at all? Or is this more about putting a brand back to putting a brand back to a level where it still sells? He's confident Angeles? enough that if he goes to Los Angeles to play for the Lakers, it would have just take and it's, but let's not forget that Lonzo is gonna be there and you do improve your most from your first year to the second year. And now Lonzo won't have to shoot. Kuzma? They just say just dribble the ball and pass. Don't shoot the ball, for crying out loud. <laughs> just pass it to LeBron and whoever, Kyrie, Kyrie or Kawhi Leonard or um, or Paul George, whoever. Just pass it to those guys and stop it. That That's what's going to happen. So with with uh, Lonzo and with LeBron, it just takes one more. And if you get Ky, uh, Kawhi Leonard, boom, you've just won a championship. All right, so I want to go full circle here. Because we started with Dwayne Wade's take on what he thinks is going to happen to LeBron. You heard LeBron post game about his future ownership. We heard from Rick Bucher, who covered the league and basically is echoing Arnie's take. How's that? Is that better? Does that make you less? Yes, mad at me that for makes me it? feel better. Yes. Um, but let's go full circle uh, back back to Dwayne Wade because there is one thing that we've forgotten. And that is how it didn't necessarily end well for him in Miami. Sure, you had the big three there. They created something that we hadn't seen in a while. They won championships, not one, not two, but it did stop. <laughs> and it ended poorly whenever they got beat in the finals by the Spurs. 
and then he moved on to Cleveland. So I've always been curious about this. And again, if you if you need to hear this full interview, or you need to hear this full interview, yes. it's on our Twitter feed at Fox Sports Radio. I retweeted it earlier as well, too. I'm at Plank Show. Arnie's at Stinking Genius 1. But here's what Dwayne Wade said about the end in Miami for this dream team, if you will. We had a lot of issues, and a lot of it was to trying to motivate guys. Some of us were trying to keep you know everyone understanding the reason we all got together. And guys started complaining a little bit. Things changed, man. And that last year, I kind of you know, wasn't surprised that Brian went his separate way and we kind of split. So, uh, again, just some interesting angles on what starts the summer of Braun here on Fox Sports Radio, and that was, of course, Chris Mannix and former Oklahoma City Thunder standout Karan Butler. I, I don't know, Arnie, if it's going to end early. I don't know if it's going to be something that drags on for a while, but I know this much. It's going to spark a lot of debate, and oh. it's going to really kick off a lot of different people trying to figure out what matters to him. Would leaving Cleveland hurt his legacy? How bad is that relationship with Dan Gilbert? He's got a decision to make by June 29. For that thirty-six million dollar opt-in, that's well, eighteen days truth? from now. Instead so, of doing TV, he'll have the decision too on our show. Now that could be a possibility. How about that? <laughs> Fair enough. The Fair decision too coming. Both up moves, both moves he's made <laughs> has changed the absolute balance of power in the NBA. What, what are so, they going to do this time for the decision too? Like they're going to put it in movie theaters, like after a double feature on Star Wars, put it in the middle of Star Wars or something. I don't know what. What could they top last time? You know what I mean, Chris? Well, you had the decision. And yeah. then you had, what, the Lee Jenkins SI article. Yeah. So what's next? I mean, he's got to use, like, a GeoCities website or something. <laughs> MySpace. Bring back MySpace, Time, Bron Bron. Times Square. Put it up on that. You know what I mean? Skywriter. Like uh, all right. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, I have not done a good job keeping up with Twitter. We'll do it next with Arnie and Plank. We'll do it live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios on a Fox Sports Sunday. All right. It's Arnie and Plank. On a Fox Sports Sunday, 877-99 on Fox. Hit us up on Twitter at Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N Genius in the number one. That's Arnie. I'm at Plank Show. Adam called me a buffoon. I, I know, and I accidentally... I, it, can I tell you something funny that happened yesterday after yeah. we tell you about the great people at Granger, the products and services you need when you need them? Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger, for the ones who get it done, uh, I, I always like tweets that I'm going to read on the air, and... Someone had sent a tweet that was crushing McIntyre, whom I dig, and I liked it. I was like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. So I unliked it. Arnie, the dude took a screenshot of the fact that I had liked the tweet and then sent it back out on Twitter. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I know, right? He put me on blast. I accidentally liked uh, Adam calling you a turkey too. So if if I liked it, though, I I liked it. Okay, you got it. Oh, by the way, I have. Go, Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, how are you pretending that you're a soccer fan? Where did this come from? I are you wearing know. a messy jersey around or something? No, but I'll, I will just for Adam on, on that tweet. But I, I came up with a brilliant idea on how LeBron uh, should make his next decision on TV. You ever seen <laughs> okay. those videos on the baby gender thing where they like uh, take a ball and they hit it? and it, if oh, it's yeah. blue, it's a, That's how he should announce what team he's going to. Pop a balloon. If it comes out purple, he's going to the Lakers. Uh, if it comes out maroon, he's going back to Cleveland. This is one of Cleveland. the few ideas where I'm like, wow, this is a good one, Arnie. You like that? that <laughs> this is, is actually that pretty good, honestly. I think that'd be great. When I'm not watching Ovechkin party ger- uh, videos with the cup, I'm watching botched gender reveals. Yes, so that's this could what be I'm right talking about. It's going to be right up there for me. Is that, I mean, that's, that's like the newest craze, is it not, about this whole gender thing? And 
I mean, what is somebody new? Is somebody close to you buy it? They know before you know. I, I don't understand. I don't know how they get. There's the right actually one. there's companies that do it for you. For instance, jeez, oh, you have to give the envelope to the cake person oh, if they're making geez. the cake. We did a cake with my third kid. My first and second were like, oh, this is really happening. Third one, though, we were cool. We were kind of established so you could have a fun little, little gender reveal. At least with one of my kids, it was like, mom, dad, here's, here's your future daughter-in-law. So it just, you know, different, different strokes for different folks. But Arnie, I'm with Eric on this one. This is an idea I'm behind 100%. Brilliant. There was, I'm trying to find it. I've, I've liked so many damn tweets tonight that I lost it. But someone had suggested that we put... Uh, that LeBron's way of selection is to is to have 25 lottery balls, and whichever one he pulls out is the team that he ends up going to. I kind of like that. Oh, here it is. I like that one. That's a good way one. Way to make the LeBron James sweepstakes more interesting. This is from Dr. Tinsley. Have 29 ping pong balls in a bowl, and whatever ball is pulled out, that's the team he goes to. By the way, we would leave out the Warriors. I, I prefer a- using the cards so we could freeze the corner so we can go to the New York Knicks. Speaking of that, uh, before I get back to Twitter, <laughs> I, I was I was thinking about getting to this time, LeBron free agency, which, what are we on, about an every four-year cycle when this is a big yeah. story. And if you go back to 2010, there was the great song, Come on, LeBron, Put Your Mavericks Jersey On, that caught some uh, viral heat. But do you, you realize who all he met with? Back in 2010, Arnie. I mean, there were the obvious ones. Miami, of course, right? Right. And, and Cleveland. But do you remember the other four or five teams that LeBron met with in 2010? No, I don't off the top of okay. my head. Just, it shows you. Now, again, we're going back eight years. But it shows you how the balance of power has shifted so much in the league. Because he met with the New Jersey Nets. Oh, geez. Remember at the time, the Nets were kind of considered to be a team that might be an up-and-comer. Is that and because they, they had the Russian owner that was spending money hand over fist? And they had they had the new stadium that was being built, and everyone kind of thought, oh my gosh, they are a potential rocket ship, and of course that, that happened. Uh, he, he met with the New York Knicks. Yes. He met with the Clippers at the point when he was thinking about his future in I 2010. That, yes. And then there was one team outside of, the Nets, the Knicks, the Heat, the Clippers, and the Cavs that blew me away. He met with the Bulls, the Chicago Bulls in 2010. So, again, 2014 was a different world. He had just decided, or 15, he had just decided he knew where he was going. He was going to Cleveland, period, end of discussion. Do you think he knows right now where he's going? Or, or pretty much knows where he's going? I, I think it's going to be interesting to see if he sets up visits and he does this whole last kind of go round you know where where you go and you get pitches i mean who who would he meet with los angeles uh, cleveland obviously i mean right. i don't think he'd be going back to miami by any stretch of the imagination maybe 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 san antonio so i i mean i, I don't i think he knows arnie i think he's known for quite a while what he wants to do and what he's going to do so he's not i don't think he's going to get overly dramatic with this i know some of you laugh at that but I think he knows, man. I think he knows, and I think he's known for a while where he's going to go. Don't you? I, I agree with you. I think he knows he wants to go to Los Angeles because something like this for LeBron takes a while to get going. you got to put the, uh, the, the everything in the motion early. This is not something you'd say, okay, I've made my mind, so let's start packing up the car and uh, you know going out to California. That doesn't work that way. So I, I think he's already put uh, the stuff in the motion. By the way, uh, quick sidebar here from UCLA Dodger Frank who tweets at us and says, Arnie likes soccer? 
great. Which nation gets his kiss of death for the World I'm, Cup? I'm going to go ahead and give my picks a, a, at the end of the show. <laughs> you got to wait. That's you one of my wait. picks. By the way, congratulations to the Mississippi State Bulldogs who are on their way to Omaha for the College World Series. Uh, Arnie, the Mississippi State Bulldogs played in the Tallahassee Regional. They lost their first game of the regional 20-10. to 20-10. They lost their first game. Of course, it was to the mighty Oklahoma Sooners. And now look where they are. They eliminated Florida State. They had to beat Oklahoma twice to get to the Super Regional. They go to Nashville. They beat Vanderbilt in a wild game tonight. And at about 12 uh, 12-27, congratulations to Mississippi State in the only game that was going on while we were on the air. I'm shocked we and didn't do the whole two hours on this. I'm sure Ben Maller is going to have this for four hours. Ben Maller uh, is probably as anti-college baseball ben as you can find. Uh, Arnie, maybe Steve Kerr will tweet you, or as you always say, text I'm, you. I'm, I'm sure he still nervous. has your number from yeah. high school that you wrote in Magic Marker on the front of the yearbook. Yeah. And forget college baseball. The Mets won, guys. It should be Mets talk all night. I'm, I'm a little nervous that Steve may not call in this show. I, I don't know. Is giving him 48 hours after winning the championship enough time? I don't know what he could be possibly doing tonight. But, I mean, it's not like he's got a game or one to prepare for. I like to imagine him living his best life like Alex Ovechkin did. I yeah. think that's a, that's a great idea. Jeff writes, so who did Arnie steal that great idea from? <laughs> for LeBron picking his team. He didn't steal it from anyone. He's got a billion great ideas. Yeah, I have magical a, a great idea every once in a while. The new Lakers dynasty, writes Brian, begins with Braun, George, Ingram, Kuz, and Ball. Can you fit everyone in under the, the, the cap if you get both Braun and, and Paul George? Are we still good? Do you have to punt on Julius Randle, right, if you end up getting You're both of those guys? You're allowed to have three. I think you will look at the Celtics. They're going to have Kyrie, who will have a max contract when he's ready to roll, and uh, obviously Gordon Hayward. And then if they they got a bunch of people coming up for free agency. So I think you could have like three. Uh, and then one more quick one before DeSager gets us caught up on everything. Uh, Noah. I'd love to see LBJ in San Antonio. I think he would love playing for a great coach for once in his no, career. No, he would not. Stop He can it. win more titles. Him and you Popovich don't think would be like oil and vinegar. Could you be the first see the first time Popovich says something to LeBron and gives him that stare down? Uh, forget about that. All right. I, I kind of think I've gone back and forth on this, and we'll talk about it when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Does LeBron actually want – to let go of some of the responsibility, or does he want to bring it in even closer? We'll debate it. But first, Steve DeSager is in the house with everything that's going on in the world of sports because we're all final now, I think, in everything, right? Yep, including an actual Mets victory tonight. They beat the Yankees <laughs> 2 to nothing. Gosh. Yan- Yankee, hey, when you lose, when you start a homestand 0-8, a victory. This is the definition of news. This is man bites dog, Arnie. Yankees offense went three for 30 tonight, so 2 nothing. Mets the final on a Todd Frazier two-run homer in the fifth. The Yankees are still a half game over the Red Sox for best overall record because Boston lost at home 5-2 to the White Sox. Boston left 12 men on base. Toronto won its fourth straight. It was up 13-1 on the Orioles in the fifth inning. 13-3 the final. The Baltimore Orioles have the worst record in the major leagues, 19-45. and Alex Cobb, the losing pitcher today, he's 2-8, ERA over 7. 
Curtis Granderson of Toronto, by the way, four hits, six RBIs, including a homer. Cleveland's Corey Kluber is now 10-1, ERA 1.99. He got a win at Ooh. Detroit, 9-2. Kluber with eight innings and eight strikeouts. Cincinnati beat St. Louis and Carlos Martinez, 6-3. Anybody know the only major league team without a no-hitter all-time? It is San Diego. San Diego. Clayton Richard today had a no-hitter with two outs in the seventh, and it was broken up. Did get the win. Padres won 3-1 at Miami. All-star Brand Hand with his 19th save. The losing pitcher for Miami is the guy that gave up the home run on the very first pitch of the whole season this year. Jose Urania now 1-8 for the Marlins, and the Miami offense was 2-for-29 at the plate in this loss. And I'm sure there were like 40-50,000 for Marlins baseball. That's of course. Pretty, pretty much every game. <laughs> yeah. Philadelphia 4-3 over Milwaukee. The Phillies had only four hits, but they scored today on a ground out, scored on a bases loaded walk, a sack fly, and a fielder's choice, and they win the game. But the uh, Brewers are still a half game over the Cubs for first place in the NL Central because Chicago lost at home 7-1 to to Pittsburgh. The Cubs offense went 4-31. for Dodgers Ouch. and Giants each one. Seattle and Houston each one. They're still tied for first in the AL West. Arizona and Oakland got wins. Minnesota as well. Rafael Nadal took the French Open. Clinton Boyer won the rain-shortened NASCAR race at Michigan. Dustin Johnson won the St. Jude Classic. The U.S. Open Golf Tournament starts Thursday. What happened to the Canadian Grand Prix that Fox. finished the lap early? Come on yeah. now. Somebody was, what was that? They waved the flag. And they waved the flag by accident. <laughs> Way to go. Yes. It. That's not the minor leagues. This is like no. regular Formula I love One, that. right? It's I love that. Uh, again, the uh, Fox coverage, it's Fox and FS1 for the next month with the World Cup soccer tournament. It starts with just the Russia game, just the host country playing on Thursday morning. Then three games on Friday, capped by Portugal against Spain on Fox. Four games on Saturday, including Argentina against Iceland, and three games next Sunday, including Mexico against defending champion Germany. That one's on FS1 on Sunday morning. Back to you. Hate it, we're not in it, but I'll still watch it because. Oh, but I then love we'd it. have to pretend like we were talking about it for like the last four years, and we were soccer experts. You know, at well, least, you know, geez. I, I, I hate to put you out to have to talk something other than, I don't know, LeBron, but soccer would be fun. You'd like it. You'd like it if you got into it, Arnie. Any passes, have, any passes, any passes I have so passes many again. passionate soccer fans that sell me on it all the time. They finally won. So I gave up NASCAR for soccer. What does it mean when Geico wow. says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. The story Arnie was talking about is <laughs> that supermodel Winnie Harlow, prematurely waved the checkered flag during the Canadian Grand Prix. Now, was it her or up... somebody in her spot that did it before her? I thought there was a mix-up there, Chris. No, a race official had okay. instructed her to wave the flag. Now, this is according to the article that I'm reading because right. I love racing, but there's no way in hell I was watching the Canadian Grand Prix. No, no, uh, I was, but you weren't. Uh, but they instructed her to wave the flag on what should have been the penultimate lap of the race. But according to this very well-written article using big words like penultimate, even though in my world they spelled the word checkered wrong, meaning the final result was classified from one lap earlier. Now, the error didn't impa- uh, impact the race result as Sebastian Vettel maintained his lead and didn't slow down. Uh, but I, I guess it was quite the mistake that they had made. Oh, you still have a... to finish it? You mean they, they waved the checkered flag and, and you, still, uh, you still had to go the extra lap? What happens if you didn't know? Yeah, after securing the third win of the season, he explained that he was concerned the error could have led to a dangerous situation for fans and marshals at the circuit, but 
he knew. He had a lap count in his head in his car, so he knew he still had to go one more lap. So Harlow had been a guest of Formula One and is a friend of Lewis Hamilton. The supermodel actually tweeted out some pretty funny pictures. The poor race control guy is standing there with his arms out, and she's kind of holding up the checkered flag. (laughs) It's well done. (laughs) But go figure, man. And by the way, I can't believe I missed this from my love fest yesterday with Rich Ornberger right here on Fox Sports Radio, is now they're claiming that Bob Baffert had a horse that was – a heavy in the race, basically, yesterday. What are you hearing about restoring hope being the lead blocker for Justify? Yeah, on that's Saturday, what he said, Artie. that he was like the lead blocker for Justified, uh, to, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, drafting in, in car racing. You know what I mean? Kind of blocking everybody else away from uh, trying to take the lead. Do you, I don't know. Can you do that in horse racing? I'm not the horse, horse racing aficionado. Yeah, uh, the the writer of Vino Rosso, who, by the way, whenever I was in yesterday, we all had different feeds. So, right. in other words, mine was ahead of everyone's el- everyone else's feed. But Gavin had claimed he had someone known as a horse whisperer on, and they said Vino Rosso was going to win. Yeah, good luck the race. on that. Yeah, it, I think they finished dead last. But it was funny because that was the jockey who came out and complained and said the studio was blocking us, so there was no way we could get around. So good little controversy. Oh, and speaking of controversies, congratulations to uh, Astros manager A.J. Hinch, who maybe had a first. He won an argument with an umpire today whenever he actually got a balk called when it should have been called because this quick pitch thing now is kind of taking over Major League Baseball. But I don't know if I've ever seen – I mean – uh, to I don't know how you could of, talk somebody into calling a buck without amen. going back and looking at the monitor. He's like, well, you guys missed it, so let me explain what you missed. And they go, <laughs> oh, you're right. Well, let's go ahead and just give it a buck then, you know? It's, it's <laughs> so amazing. A- I, I, I'd never seen anything overturned without looking at the monitor. No, nah, and they, they didn't look back, but maybe they had a pretty good idea, and they said, yeah, we saw it. We, we, we know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> we, we saw I, it. We just didn't call it. <laughs> that's the only thing I can come up with right now. Uh, all right, a couple of good tweets coming up here in just a bit as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. But, but let me pay off my tease yeah. here because my, I actually still have my memory, even though it's close yeah. to 1 a.m. Central time. Arnie, do you think it still matters for LeBron to have control of a roster decisions to a certain degree and coaching decisions or – I saw a frustration, and everyone saw it in the Game 1 video, to where you almost think he wants to go somewhere where he can be led by a coach like, uh, oh, dare I say a Greg Popovich, where he wants to maybe have a, a, at least an ear when it comes to personnel decisions, but it doesn't need to be all on him. In other words, everything is him in Cleveland, right? It's, it's, it's his decisions with coaches. It's his decisions with GMs. Maybe he's craving more structure like you have in a place like San Antonio. I think it's something Maybe. like fantasy football where you're interested in your first three to four picks, and then after that you're like, okay, who's left on the thing? You know what I mean? I think he he wants to go ahead and get himself, uh, obviously secure Lonzo, who is going to be there, get one or two other people, and then the rest is up to Magic Johnson to fill out that roster and, and, and you know make it a, a competitive team. And by the way, what did you think about what Kevin Durant had to say throwing shade on LeBron James? That's incredible. Well, and I, I think that was also shade on Russell Westbrook, too. I think that consistently is, is a back-and-forth Oh, really? Forth I issue. didn't take it that way. I think that, was, I think that was shade on everyone who throws gas at him, to be honest. And if there is one thing, and I'm going to be real clear, I think it's embarrassing how Oklahoma City still acts about Kevin Durant. And I think it's even more embarrassing when you see members of the media act the way that they do, Arnie. We have... 
we don't have people that cover the team. We have people that root for the team outside of maybe a handful of really good journalists. We're fanboys. That's what the, that's what is covering Oklahoma City. And they treat what Kevin Durant did as if it's the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of sports. And it's embarrassing. Well, I mean, do you have the quote of what he said? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can pull it up here any second because, well, he said, trust me, yeah. all I have to do is look for any stupid reporter that covers the Oklahoma City Thunder <laughs> that has some sort of anger about what Kevin Durant said. Here's a quote. Yeah. Um, make sure I get it. It's I feel like it's easy to the be, to be the best player when you don't have good players around you. I feel like it's harder to stand out when you have great players around you. I pride myself on standing out wherever I am. I pride myself on working hard wherever I go. And I feel like these guys embraced me, and I feel like I'm a warrior. Why did he have to come out and say that? You just won an NBA championship. You think that your mindset would be on what you and your teammates accomplished. But instead, a day later, he's throwing shade either on LeBron or Russell Westbrook, however you want to take it. I I take it throwing on LeBron because he's talking about being a great player. When you have nobody else around you, at least Russell Westbrook had Paul George and I guess Carmelo, but I think that's a guess, shot. At, I think that's a shot at LeBron. I don't even know why okay. he did that. Well, I also think you reach a point to where Kevin Durant, from what I've been able to garner, listens to a lot of people, and there's a lot of people that have his ear. His circle isn't necessarily tight. As he gets older, he might be tightening it up a little bit, but they're in his ear, and they're telling him things like that. I don't think that's something that Kevin Durant just came up with, Arnie. I think that's someone – Something that someone has constantly said to him: Hey, don't don't let these people get to you, man. You're great. You're you're standing out around great people. They're standing out around scrubs. And I think that he's a guy that, in this social media age, reacts to everything. So, what is he still I'm angry about? What? Because he looks angry. Is he angry, or is that just him being a little Kawhi Leonardish? I don't know. Uh, here's why he's still angry: because, in my opinion, because he gave eight years to Oklahoma City, and they act like that he absolutely destroyed the franchise when he left. And to him, I think he looks at it and says, I gave you eight years. I mean, I I gave you my youth. We built this program to where it is today. Yeah, but those days are behind him, though. It's not behind it. Go go read his social media feed. It's not behind anyone from Oklahoma City. And it sure as hell isn't behind a lot of people that cover the NBA. They still gig him for it, and they dig him. And I think that's why he's angry, Arnie, because people still give him bleep for that decision he made three years ago to go to uh, Golden State. I think that's what it is, which, by the way, we're coming up on that three-year anniversary on July 4th. All right, uh, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, I'll quit trying to play Kevin Durant Mind Reader, and we'll dive into the most important segment in the history of sports radio. Yes. Arnie's Picks. It's next on a Fox Sports Sunday. Great news. Big Ben Maller is next here on Fox Sports Radio. Even better news, there's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. With Arnie Spanier, I'm Chris Plank. Plank, I was uh, th- reading Black Sports Online. Their rumor mm-hmm. is that LeBron already uh, enrolled his two kids in that. And I'm not going to say the name of the school because it was just down the street from my parents' house uh, in Los Angeles. So um, that's just Hello one of the Clippers. rumors out there. 
Hello, Clippers. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Hello, Clippers. <laughs> thanks to uh, Eric Roberts. Great job producing the show. Bobo, as always, who had a birthday this past week. So happy 21st birthday, Bobo. Uh, Steve DeSager on updates and all the great editing crew behind the scenes who have so many cuts we never got to tonight because the tweets were so good, and I still feel like I didn't actually do Twitter justice this evening. Though Here's a, here's a couple of quick ones yeah. before we get out of here. I like this from Adam who writes, Here's the ultimate LeBron reveal. He appears on WWE Raw saying he's going to have a masked representative wrestle different teams' mascots for a few weeks. At the end, he loses to the Lakers' mascot, and his rep gets unsealed, and it's LeBron. So there that's you go. Not bad. He's been that's wrestling. not bad. Do you still like my baby gender revealing thing? That's how LeBron should do it. I think that's still the best idea, though. I, I will not lie to you, Arnie. No. I'm sitting here in awe of what I thought was a great idea. And there was a, a couple more quick ones that I and wanted to get to. you shoot a basketball instead of hitting it with a, ba- a baseball bat, and when it goes through the hoop, drops to the ground, explodes, and then you see what it is. I like this from Noah, who says, I don't ever recall Tim Duncan and the Spurs owner being in the news. Why are LeBron and Gilbert in the news? Is it because he's like a GM? Well, I think in this case, Arnie, he's like everything for Cleveland, isn't he? Part owner, I would say. You know what I mean? He, he calls the shots. Not only that, I mean, look what happens when he wasn't on Cleveland and how far down the toilet that team's value went and, what, and the difference of when he is on the team. Great point. All right, uh, more tweets if we have time. But we can't leave the air tonight without gracing you with Arnie's incredible picks. So what do you say, stinking genius? Live up to the nickname. Let's make it happen. All right, right off the bat, I'm taking Mississippi State to win the College World Series for one reason. I'm not sure who else is in it other than Washington since you told me they won tonight <laughs> over Cal State Fortin. So we're going to take Mississippi State for no reason whatsoever. Do not cry for me. Give me Argentina in the World Cup. Um, what do you like that pick? I don't even know. They're like the fourth or yeah. fifth favorite or something like that. Oh, gosh. You don't even know about how good they are? I think they're like the third or fourth favorite. They're not the they're not the uh, the, the, the complete favorite. I'm taking Argentina. I say LeBron's right. going to the Lakers, and my last prediction did not. Well, first of all, I had the Capitals winning the whole thing. Nobody's giving me credit for that. Um, but I'm I'm kind of upset that Steve Kerr never called into the show today. Are you going to go with another prediction that he's going to call next week? Absolutely. Look, I gotta get. Maybe he is a little busy. Maybe forty-eight hours after winning a championship is too much to ask from the call right away. Let him have his parade. That's got to be like on Tuesday, and then right. he'll have nothing better to do than to call me next weekend. <laughs> so you're saying next weekend it is. Steve Kerr will call the show. Ninety-nine point nine percent. I'm feeling confident about that. Uh, all right, good stuff on Thank Arnie's you. picks. Congratulations on Mississippi State for getting that kiss of death. Thank you. The only reason, and and again, I love your justification of the pick. The only reason you knew they were in the College World Series is because we've talked about them tonight. Well, I knew Washington was in it because I was rooting against Gavin's Cal State Fortin team at the end there. Why do you root against everyone? I wasn't going to root it. I didn't even know that until you brought it up. So at least I have some rooting interest. I'm going to root against Gavin and the guys. Um, I'm a back. This is why people don't like me. A couple of other quick tweets. I like this from Sokan who writes, This is my tweet. LeBron James will leave not one, not two, yeah. not three bleeping teams. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> not three, not four, not five, uh, not six, not seven. Ooh. And when I say that, I really believe it. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. With a broken like- hand. 
Uh, LeBron James and Paul George will be in L.A. this summer with that loaded young talent to overtake the Warriors. Man, you guys really saw a lot more from the Lakers this year than I did. Uh, the Lil Troller writes, LeBron yeah. will play until his son, King Jr., gets in the league. Possibly. And then the greatest tweet of the night comes to us from Ian McCord, who writes, guys, told you the Warriors would sweep them. Let's get to some football talk. You know, wow. How about did you see what I sent you about the college football? You didn't even bring that up. What'd you send me about college football? I had the top uh, 15 defenses uh, in 2018, and Oklahoma wasn't in there, so I sent you it. I sent you the article. And by the way, because no one talks about Oklahoma in the preseason, you know why? Because all they talk about is Texas in the preseason. And I got to hear about how Texas is back again. And oh, Texas this. And oh, Texas that. It's every preseason. Yeah, but I wanted to send you that to get you all steamed up. You know what I mean? We're never in the top 15 of defenses, Arnie. What do you say about Big 12 defenses, right? Right. But I just, I thought maybe you'd get you a little aggravated. You know what I mean? Well, you know me. I kind of, I'm kind of onto your game here, Arnie. I think you just find ways to try to get people mad. All right, next week, yeah. uh, Arnie will have a complete breakdown of the first couple of games of the World Cup. Absolutely. that I'm very excited about. Absolutely. And and who knows what might happen with New England Patriot rumor mill between now and then? And will LeBron have a new home by next Sunday? I'm going to say no, but we'll have tons of NBA draft info. You know what's great news, Arnie? Ben Maller is coming up next with the entire crew. Have a Big great ben. week, Spaniel. We'll talk to you next Later. Sunday. For Arnie and the crew, I'm Plank. We'll see you next week on Fox. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane, back to reality. See how to elevate your travel experiences at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply.